Hello world. Welcome to the Daring World podcast. With your host Frank Mondoze. Hello all and welcome back to another episode. Thank you for joining me. Today I will be offering a transmission on masculine and feminine. But more importantly, it is not only a transmission about masculine and feminine, but it is also the dynamics that play out when we are just growing up in the world without the consciousness, without the awareness. And so we move through the world most of the time if we're not familiar with this topic from an immature perspective or an unaware perspective and for myself personally on this journey of personal development this was probably one of the most impactful aspects of the things i learned early on when i first joined the international school of temple arts and what it gave me was an understanding of how i was meeting the world in my unconscious masculine and feminine and the drama and toxicity i was creating around me until i got those reference points for what is aware and conscious masculinity and femininity and when i got those pieces it started me on a journey towards tracking in the past I spoke about tracking the shadow so tracking the shadow aspects of my masculinity and femininity and using sweetness and patience and cunning and ruthlessness I was able to slowly move my behavior from more unaware to greater awareness and walking in the world and responding to the world instead of reacting to the world with more clarity, focus and integrity. So this is a longer episode which was recorded in one of my trainings and it is quite detailed in terms of the journey. So I invite you to sit back Get comfortable, open your mind, open your heart, be willing to see yourself on all sides of the spectrum, masculine, feminine, aware and unaware, and start to create reference points for yourself so that you too can grow into a version of yourself that you are more proud of. Okay, so the theme for today is masculine and feminine. In Tantra, we say that each and every one of us holds masculine qualities and feminine qualities. Masculine feminine does not mean male female. It's not gender. They're traits. And some of us don't love the whole masculine feminine reference and so we could use yin and yang active passive positive negative black white use whatever descriptors feel best for you 
form and formless. The idea is to recognize that there is polarity. And polarity is actually what creates attraction. So one of the biggest gifts and pivot points of my life was understanding the map I'm going to give you right now, which was a map that I had no consciousness about. The whole idea of masculine and feminine over my head at that time. And then when I understood masculine and feminine, then it was the idea that what is actually my unaware masculine or feminine and what is my aware masculine and feminine. Sometimes we use wounded and unhealthy. Other times we use immature and mature. I like aware, unaware most because it's the, less the least charged word. And there's nothing wrong with being immature or unaware. I mean, just take a banana, for example. When it's green, you don't really want to eat it because it's immature. <laughs> well, when it's mature and ripe, it's delicious. <laughs> so let's you get start. That <laughs> so let's start doing this map. What I'm going to be giving you is a spectrum. I'm going to give you a spectrum from the the unaware to the aware with both masculine and feminine. Let's start with the masculine. So the masculine, when they are unaware, are angry, are bullies, they force their outcomes. If they have power, they can be a tyrant. They can be narcissistic. They contract mentally, meaning they'll take themselves out of the situation mentally when they're feeling fear, and they will react physically. That's the masculine. And when I'm speaking about the masculine, I'm not talking about men, I'm talking about each and every one of us in this room. <laughs> the masculine also does this thing called selects, provokes, or distorts. So I'll give you a story. I'll start with select. So a quickie before I go too deep into the, the, the big story. Sometimes we're on Facebook and we're having like these online waste of time energy debates. <laughs> and you've concocted the best reply to the scenario. And you've written it out and you've reread it and you've thought it out. And you're like, boom, I'm going to put this out. 
and a troll comes along and they read your thing and they select that one line that is like questionable. <laughs> and they focus the whole energy on this one irrelevant statement. And they make you wrong, or they make us wrong, or they make me wrong because of that one line. That's a great tactic of the unaware masculine. They select and then they distort. But another example of this is, as humans, we're very funny because when we have something that is a wound internally and we have created a belief around that wound, we will do anything to prove that we are right in that wound. So let's say I have this wound of unworthiness. I will go out into the world and amongst you all, I will find the partner. I will select the partner that will prove me right that I am unworthy because somehow I will choose the partner that will reflect that back to me. And that partner, when they walk away from me for no reason or they condescend me or they put me down, I'm going to say, you see, I was right. And if we're lucky enough to have a partner that sees our tactic and does their own work and chooses to stay in the fire with us, then we'll move on to the next tool of self-sabotage, provoke. So we're going to be something like, so um, what do you think about my best friend Bill? Oh, Bill's a cool guy. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I've seen you look at him sometimes. Like, what do you really feel about Bill? Bill's hot, right? He's hot. Tell, tell me the truth. Yeah, Bill's hot. And, and you would sleep with him, right? You'd probably sleep with him if you had the opportunity. <laughs> no, I'm with you, and that's your friend, and. I won't sleep with him. No, that, that's not real. Yes, but if I wasn't around, <laughs> I think you would sleep with him. Well, if you weren't around and this wasn't, I met him and one thing led to another, yeah, there would probably be some level of sexual attraction and I could... You see? I told you. I knew it. <laughs> and so they will reinforce that story until we push that person away. But you got a good one. And that person recognizes our tactics, and so they stay in the fire with us, and they're like, I choose you, even through all your craziness. Choose you. <laughs> so they go on to the next level. They go into, they play the next card, distortion. So the beloved wakes up early in the morning, making the coffee, up before me, making the coffee, opens the door, recognizes there's no creamer. My beloved loves creamer and his coffee. I drink my coffee, it's black, but my beloved loves creamer. So you know what? I'm gonna go out and get some creamer for me, for him, me. <laughs> and so, they say, honey, I'm going to be back in a minute. I'm just going to go to the corner store and pick you up some creamer because we ran out and I'd really like you to have some creamer. 
I'm like, oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you. And so they go out, and it's like 30 minutes later. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know that it doesn't take 30 minutes to go get cream. The store is five minutes away, so five minutes to go, five minutes to come back is 10 minutes. Walking the aisles, three minutes, that makes us 13 minutes. Maybe there is a lineup in the, in the checkout, so that would be probably on a bad day, four minutes. We're at 17 minutes. Where the fuck is this person? <laughs> I know what they're doing. <laughs> They've had the eye on the checkout boy. And I know that they are probably chatting him up and making a date and actually they probably went to the coffee shop to do the safer sex conversation and figure out <laughs> when and how they're going to make love. <laughs> so the beloved comes back he's like, I brought the cream and I'm furious. I'm just waiting for them to walk through the door, and I'm like, where were you? What are you talking about, where were you? I was at the creamer, I was getting the creamer. Yeah, but it takes 17 minutes for that. You've been gone for 33 minutes now. I know that you were with the checkout boy, and you probably took him on break and blew him behind the door. <laughs> themselves right so that their story about the situation is right and they are reinforcing it. Who sees themselves in the unaware masculine at times in your life? Exactly. No shame. So let's talk about the aware masculine. So this is the unaware. And the gift that we have with this map is that when we trip up and we find ourselves in situations coming from the reactions of the unaware masculine, now with this spectrum, we could choose to level up the next time we're in the situation and say, last time I came from contracts mentally, bully, and all that, actually, I want to come in from the aware masculine. So the aware masculine, if you remember anything about the aware masculine, I want you to remember the next four lines I give you. Number one, the aware masculine is present. What does that mean? That when you're with somebody, you're not distracted. You're not on your phone. You're not checking out your cryptocurrency every 25 minutes. <laughs> you're actually with the person. And especially if you share multiple beloveds, like you have multiple beloveds, like when you're with one, be with that one. Don't be like chatting on the side with the other one. Be present. Presence. The next one is hold space. What is it to hold space? We're holding space. So us on this couch, we're holding space as masculine for each and every one of your process. So when you come in here in this circle and you're sharing your stories and you're broken and you're dramatic, that's us holding that space, allowing you the opportunity 
to bring in whatever you need to bring in to be seen. Holds the space. The walls of this room, it's the container. This holds the space. The cauldron for your minestrone is the masculine. That holds the space. Creates safety. The unaware masculine does not create safety when he reacts physically. The unaware masculine does not create safety when he's acting like a tyrant. So creating safety is the, the aware masculine's responsibility so that beauty can emerge from the center. And then finally, witnesses without judgment. Witnesses without judgment. That no matter what you bring in this space, no matter how dramatic, no matter how off base it is, that we can be here holding the space and witnessing you and allowing you to be in your process. So it's like, for example, beloved comes home from work, from the tyrant boss, and they come home complaining about, honey, I had another horrible day at work. The boss, he's on my back. He doesn't get off. He did this and he did that. And then the beloved, who has a good intention of caring, says, well, we've already talked about this. Didn't we say that next time this motherfucker does X, Y, or Z, that you're going to stand up there, give him a piece of your mind, and walk out that door? Did you do that? Well, no, it's just a bit more complicated. What do you mean you didn't do that? I, that's what we agreed that you would do. <laughs> That's not being present, creating safety, holding space, witnessing without judgment. Sometimes the feminine just wants to be heard. For me, that was a great lesson. For me, that was a great lesson when my, one of my beloveds came to me, like, I'll say, complaining and or voicing her dissatisfaction about something I did. And so for me, in the unaware masculine, I get defensive, I need to justify, and I need to make them wrong in their emotions so that I feel like I am worthy. I'm a good man. I was just trying to be my best for you. What she taught me was, just let me have my emotions. Just hold that space. Witness me without judgment. Just because I'm having an emotional process does not make you a bad man. So do we see the spectrum? We've got something to work towards. The masculine responds instead of reacts. The aware masculine comes from knowledge. Knowledge is learned. He reads books, evaluates statistics. He has precise information for the, the situation. That's the masculine. And the masculine is responsible for death, and conscious endings, conscious completions. The unaware feminine. So let's get into this space here, the unaware feminine. The unaware feminine is fearful. Where the unaware masculine is angry, the unaware feminine is fearful. She reacts verbally 
and contracts physically. So she contracts physically, reacts verbally. That's like, we know this one. Ever get in fight with, uh, I'll be like, make a generalization. Ever get in fight with a, a, a female lover or a, a lover that says, you get into a fight, you're trying to resolve it, you go to bed, the beloved tries to like cuddle you, and you're like, don't touch me, take the couch. That's the contracts physically. That takes away the sex, takes away the tenderness. The unaware feminine manipulates to get what she wants. Self-sacrificing. We know this quadrant, the quadrant of the shadow of serving. That's self-sacrificing. And then steps into martyr. I've done all these things for you, and I ask you for one thing, and you're a no. Unaware feminine. Dramatic. The response to the selects, provokes, distorts, and the masculine is yearning and longing. So yearning, hope, and longing. I hope. I'm, I want this from you. And I'm like just holding out that maybe you're going to realize it and you're going to give me that thing that, oh, I just want so badly from you. And then they're disappointed when it doesn't happen. And then when they're disappointed, then they react with drama. So unaware feminine. Hands up. <laughs> yeah. Described my mother. Yeah. <laughs> and therefore probably you, but that's not just Okay, so the aware feminine. The aware feminine is all about love and how to come back to, to love. When there is discord, when there is a break, when there's a crack in the in, in the relation that they will hold the point to return to love. And they do this through compassion. They really hold compassion in a high regard. The aware feminine is grounded, rooted into this earth. So when we say the unaware is dramatic and chaotic and flailing, the aware feminine actually is grounded. She feels safe in her relationship to this earth. She knows she's safe. And how does she know she's safe? She creates healthy boundaries. Oftentimes we think that the boundaries is about the masculine. But no, it is the feminine. It's your feminine coming online when she says, no, I don't want that. When they're in an engagement that they don't want to be in. It's the feminine that says no. And so, so we've been talking about boundaries all week. And there's this piece that in order to have your boundaries honored, you have to know your own boundaries. And once you know your own boundaries, you have to be able to communicate your boundaries. Because if, you if you don't know your boundaries, and you can't communicate your boundaries, how do you expect somebody to honor your boundaries until it's too late? Until the boundary has been crossed, and then the light bulb goes on in our head, and we're like, oh my God, they crossed my boundary. I'm a victim now. 
There's a difference between regret and assault. There's a difference between regretting how we showed up, regretting that we didn't hold our boundary and becoming a victim. The regret part has to do with an unawareness, a lack of clarity I had for myself in which I could not hold my boundary because I didn't even know I had the boundary. So the next morning I wake up and say, oh, that felt good. I think I was taken advantage of. Recognize that we self-violate all the time. We self-violate when we're a no and we don't say it. We self-violate when we're done with the interaction and we endure because we've opened it. So now I want to just, I don't want to be, I don't want to make this situation weird. Mm-hmm. Healthy boundaries. The feminine voices the healthy boundary. The masculine holds the line for the healthy boundary. If I speak my boundary and you cross my boundary or you're about to cross my boundary, my masculine comes online and protects. So then let's talk about getting what we want. Instead of manipulating, which is in the unaware, the aware feminine radiates her essence. So if you're a negative wet towel, <laughs> then you're gonna get that, that's what you're gonna receive in your life because that's what you're radiating and that's what you're gonna magnetize. But if you're like a flower, that has this beautiful scent and essence that is brilliant and makes people feel good. And I'm not saying to bypass your anger or whatnot, but it's about where do you show, choose to show up in the world? How do you choose to show up in the world? So if you're radiating beauty and love and compassion, well then you're going to magnetize the dragonfly, the bumblebee, the butterfly, Reflections of your beauty. That's the aware feminine. That's how she gets what she wants. By holding that point. And then finally, the feminine deals with wisdom. Where the masculine works with knowledge. I've learned it. I studied it. I got my degree, my certification. The feminine works with wisdom. And wisdom comes from one of two places. One, experience. A cat that puts their paw on a hot stove for the first time because they're discovering life will not put their hand on a hot stove again. Wisdom. So that's wisdom. Another place it comes from is intuition. When we did the Happy Inner Family and we spoke about the belly, the belly is about intuition. That gut feeling, intuition, wisdom comes from there. We must learn to understand the subtle communication of our body to give us the information that we already know. And then finally, the feminine is all about birth and new beginnings. The masculine is death and conscious endings. And the feminine is about birthing something new, consciously, new beginnings. So there you have it, my transmission around masculine and feminine. 
It's one of my favorite topics to speak on. And not only one of my favorite topics to speak on, but one of my favorite topics to track myself and to watch myself and to support myself to walk with greater clarity and integrity so that I can be a man that I'm proud of and I can be able to switch from my masculine to my feminine quite fluidly. And many people, when they talk to me, they speak to me about the masculinity I hold, that I uh, somehow inspire a greater, stronger, more integral masculine in themselves. And what's interesting is that actually what led me to greater embodiment and integration of my aware masculine or my divine masculine as we like to as we like to say has been my journey into discovering my inner feminine discovering her sensitivity discovering her needs her desires and her boundaries and it's through listening to that and becoming more sensitive towards her needs and prioritizing her needs above the needs of the feminine externally, the feminine that I was trying to connect with on the external, that I would give up my personal needs and boundaries for those of my outer loves. And when I started to come back to myself and reclaim and listen to those more subtle, silent parts of myself, it's only then that my masculinity came online much more stronger because I was a good partner to myself. I was able to listen to what I needed and without shame or apology, take care of my inner needs. And as I did that, my masculinity became more powerful, more clear, more precise. And it's through that journey that I feel now, having got to know my feminine and love her deeply, that there is a greater integration between both of them. And that allows me to be able to even externally express how my feminine feels. I've mentioned on past podcasts that I even named my feminine. I, she has character traits and I've gotten to know her and I've gotten to fall in love with her. And through falling in love with her, I take care of her first and foremost. And that makes me a better partner to myself and a better partner to all my beloveds in the world. And the thing is, is that this journey is never over. I'm still learning. I'm still committed to being in beginner's mind when it comes to my blind spots. And loving those parts of myself and inviting those parts to grow up and mature. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Daring World Podcast. Check out the Daring World podcast on 
all my network. You could find it on frankmondoze.com. And there on the Daring World podcast, you can find many more episodes with deep and important content available for free for your perusal. And if you want to track some of my adventures in the world, check out thespiritualplayboy.com where I have over 300 videos over many years of a journeying across the world with different loves, including love for nature and this planet. And if you would like to find yourself in a coaching session with me, you could reach out to me at frankatmondoze.com or if you even better would like to join me at one of my trainings, including any of the International School of Temple Arts trainings that I am facilitating or leading, I invite you to check out frankmondoze.com for my full schedule. And if you're feeling that call, I would say, don't hesitate, move forward jump in because the sooner you get this work the sooner you will become a more loving free and powerful human on this planet and remember let love free because it's the only way will ever change anything peace